What's in the books? Presented by Sure It'll Be Grand. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Sure It'll Be Grand. Though more specifically, this is What's on the Box. And today, I am here with uh, I am Kevin, and I am here with my good friend Dan. And we're going to be talking about the final episode for the first time. For the first time. For the first time, we're talking about this. Definitely isn't the grand culmination of multiple failed attempts to record this episode. Oof. Uh, <laughs> Oof and f- bloody deed. <laughs> yes, um, we, we are going a little bit mad, um, yeah. because holy shit, how many times are we going to have to talk about this opening sequence? <laughs> we have not made it past the opening of this episode. Yeah, okay. Hey, Kevin. Yeah. I believe she's in a prison, but she's not because she has a dream first. Yes? <laughs> yes, um, so she's in a prison. We don't know that because we, we're introduced into the dream. There's no previously on, yeah, and but... guess what? It's a big send-up to the original show from the 70s! Okay, now let's dive back and realize. Let's talk for people. Yes, so for people who stuff. haven't, for people who haven't been struggling with recording issues for fucking however long we have, then, uh, let's talk about this show for real. Yeah. Um, so, yes, as, as we said, their intro is a send-up to the original 70s show, and they do their best to recreate a lot of that show's intro scenes by, like, CGI-ing them onto backgrounds and getting them all in those traditional costumes and shit. It's quite it's, good. It's really good. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's cute, is how I would personally describe yeah. it, you know? It's a cute little send-up. And I like she goes, like, I'm not going that crazy yet, when she wakes up, it's like, oh, no, no. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so she she does wake up from that and that's they we don't get a previously on in this episode, we just get that. Which is great. And I don't mind. It's, Hello. It's great. Um so she wakes up, her friends are visiting her because she's in the Abominations cell in the Ooh. in the Supermax prison that he was in. Yes. Um and they're coming in, they're like, Hey, Jen, uh we've worked out a plea deal for you, but you're gonna have to wear this inhibitor because people saw you go nuts, and they think you're a monster. Which is a lot like what happened to her cousin. Yeah. Um, um, you might know her cousin is the Hulk. Uh, uh, Smoke just, Hulk is actually his yeah. name. And, and if, just for people who aren't in the know, she is related to the Hulk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you've just decided, hey, you know, I haven't watched the show at all, but I'm going to listen to this last episode of this yeah. very small podcast based in Ireland... And you don't know about She-Hulk yet being a cousin to Bruce. Yes, that's what's going on. Yeah, and we're glad to have you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're probably from Belgium based on our stats recently. Mm. So uh, so hello to people from Belgium. Yeah, we've we've had a huge increase in Belgium. Something like 80% of our listener listenership is from Belgium at the moment. So hey. Well, good for them. Yeah. You know, <laughs> if you're explain. from Belgium, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Also, explain... Yes, uh, <laughs> please. Why, why, why are you from Belgium? No, no, no. It's like, why are you from Belgium and listening to this podcast? Not that mm. you're you're more than welcome. It's just, yeah. I feel like there's been a big increase. Like, were we presented on like television or something, and everyone decided to tune in? You know, I I just want to know. Yeah, like what 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 happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, uh, yes. Uh, you know, she basically gets told um, by her lawyer friends and frenemies that, yeah. Girl, you kind of uh, fucked up. Uh, she loses yeah. her job very quickly. Um, she moves back home very quickly. Uh, she has to wear um, 
an ankle brace, I believe, very much like um, the Abomination. Yeah, it's it's a it's an inhibitor thing, like like how you'd see in an X Men movie or something to suppress your superpowers. Yeah, um, which is something like that. I don't think in this show in particular is shown to be as Orwellian as it really is when you think about it. Yeah, it's quite interesting, like how much of a jump the general population has had in scientific progress, because mm. again, we go back to the original. Marvel um, movies like Hulk um, or like Iron Man, and yeah, Iron Man obviously invents a super. Like it's been been mentioned in a yeah, it's because he's Tony Stark. Like everything has normal technology, but we do know in between movies and the Sokovia Accords and all this kind of stuff, uh, Tony actually uh, was worked alongside the security on Earth a lot with like super humans and all this kind of stuff. It's only recently that the Sokovia Accords were basically ripped up and forgotten. But yeah, yeah they, they have all the technology because of things like people like Tony. And to be fair, when they first fought the Hulk in the Incredible Hulk, they used um, sound guns and the guns they used to take down um, Jen had the same plastic things at the front. So they really have experience with fighting Hulks. It's just been yeah. like compressed into like small signs. I'm really, I'm really glad that the that this that this show has been referencing the Incredible Hulk a lot because I feel like that's the forgotten Marvel movie in a lot of ways. He shows up um, like a part of it in the intro there that's meant to be in the 70s. We uh, we get a file of the Abomination um, in there, and it's the file yeah. that's in the original um, you know Incredible Hulk movie. In, it's it's yeah. fantastic to see. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I know that movie isn't perfect, but it's it's not, yeah. it's not as bad as people say. Like people it's, kind of think of it like that Thor, um, Iron Man's the first um, Avengers movie, but we we know that's not true because Iron Man shows up in literally the Hulk movie in a movie before Iron Man came out. You know, <laughs> um, uh, no, Iron Man did come out before Incredible Hulk. Did he? Yes, it did. Are you sure? Yes, I believe they came out in the same year, but okay. it was it was before. Okay. Um, so before any of our Belgian fans correct us, yeah. <laughs> just kind of put we know they're all hardcore Hulk and Iron Man fans. Yes. Um, otherwise they wouldn't be watching She Hulk, uh, I guess. Yeah. But then why did we even try to explain to them who Bruce was? Of course they knew it was the cousin of Because <laughs> it's customary. All Belgians need to know who the Hulk is and they come to us for that information. Yes. <laughs> um, anyway. Anyway, so, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, She-Hulk. Uh, so, yes, um, so she has to wear a bracelet, she has to go back to home. There's a few nice little references in her house. Um, like, she goes back to her old room that she lived in when she was going to college. And uh, there's, uh, there's a Legally Blonde poster and an Aaron Brockovich poster. Yeah, nice nods. Um, yeah. Also nods to her university, which is a fictional university as well, I believe. Um, is it a fictional one? I'm not, I'm not 100% sure on American colleges, so I'm, I'm not the expert there. Yeah, so just to mention, uh, yeah, the Hulk movie came out about a month after. Um, yes. Yes, so there you go. So, yeah, I was, I, see, I, like I said, same year, but Iron yeah. Man was first. Well, so. again, it's, it's weird that people, then it's really weird that people don't consider this an Avengers movie. Like, it really is. Like, it's, it's even within the chapter of the MCU, Avengers. Yeah. You know? Like, you're, like, here's the thing about the Incredible Hulk. People, th there's a scene, like, the after credit scene is Iron Man showing up to 
to be like, hey, uh, like, yeah. I, I can help you out with your green man problem. Yeah. But, like, when when you really fucking think about it, that's that's the end credit scene that solidified the MCU. Not, like... <laughs> Like, oh yeah, fucking Nick Fury goes up talk to Tony Stark. That's a big deal. But the second Tony Stark appears in another movie, yeah, yeah, that's the big one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, it's it's the beginning. But anyway, yeah. Um, so we'll go back into the plot. Uh, so yeah, she's in college. Um, she receives something from her college years on her walls, and that kind of actually gets part of the plot because later on we see um, a video where she's twerking when she was at college. Yeah, and. It, that video was then used to, um, in you know, get into the um, it's intelligentsia. Is, is, is that how I call it now? That, uh, that's a callback joke to a failed recording, yeah, my man. I am going to continue <laughs> calling it that because they are the intelligentsia. Oh, intelligentsia. intelligentsia. I feel like you're making it harder for yes. yourself. No, intelligentsia. Intelligentsia. That's what it is. Yeah. I made a joke that everyone else has made. Okay. Yes. There you go. <laughs> Um, but yes, uh, but yeah, we see a video of that. Yeah, because she's basically been knocked back to her family life. It's, it's kind of like a repeat of like episode two of uh, She Hulk, where she like kind moved, of. she couldn't find a job, so she has to kind of move back home. Uh, she's using the front room um, of her house as um, uh, investigation board and saying, "Who is um, intelligentsia?" You know. I'm just going to say intelligentsia. I'm sorry. Um, there you go. I was waiting for you to give up. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we, and she's trying to find it. And like, this, there's not much on that board except like we see a chicken. And I think that's probably a reference to how, um, abomination gets around the whole, um, being tagged ankle brace wise. Uh, well, he just puts on his favorite chicken. We see it. In there the actually, end. there actually is a reference hidden on that board. It's, it's, a very, very minor reference to a, a villain who often appears in She-Hulk uh, comics. Go on. Or, or, well, not often, but who appears in She-Hulk comics, named the Mandrill. Okay. Um, and the Mandrill is a mutant. Oh, I've watched too much anime to know where this is going. Uh, is a <laughs> mutant who has... Uh, who is First of all, he's a misogynist, is one of his like more notable Powers. character traits. Um, <laughs> but his power... Is that he has pheromones to control people's minds. Oh. I mean, yeah, that's dodgy. Then again. Yeah. Um, then again, um, Poison Ivy, you know. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, like, it's sus when Poison Ivy does it too. People just don't talk about it. No, they don't. Um, but that's, that's because she's a female. Mm. I, and I mentioned the female thing because, um, I want to kind of tie it back because there's layer scenes where they make a joke that um all these weirdos on these boards always say female instead of saying mm -hmm. woman and i think you know i think part of it is to appear intellectual and i think there's also a bit of transphobia going on there in general with these people usually when they use those terms um but one thing i found funny is like yeah the lawyer competition the gala did the same thing and i thought oh is there a connection there with intelligentsia and the Lord is like, no, it's just general misogyny, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's like that. That's, that's pretty much it. You know, it's just misogyny. Yeah. yeah. Is, is the whole motivation here. There, there's like a scene. Um, I think, I think like this episode is very difficult to talk about in order. So we might just like 
hop around the place I a think bit here. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a scene later on where uh, Pug and character whose name I have forgotten again. I I, I um, I'm impressed you remember Pug's name. <laughs> Well, I, well, that's very simply because of one of our failed recordings. I very <laughs> adamantly was like, his name is Pug. Yeah. That's his yeah. name. Why do you forget it? Um, and, and the other one I can't remember. Uh, Nikki, but they, wasn't it? Yes. Nikki Ramos. Nikki, Ramos? Vicky, something like that. Nick, I think it's Nikki Ramos. Yeah. Um, but anyway, she, uh, she and him have to infiltrate an intelligentsia meetup. Yeah. Um, so they, they post the, the She-Hulk twerking video. It's a different twerking video. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I think this is directly a joke about all the, the sad loser men who are given out about the twerking, like us. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's exactly what it was. And, and you I know what, Kevin? You know what, Kevin? That's on fair. us. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. You got us. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Like fair on them. Yeah. Um, but so like they post it and everyone's like, God, I can't believe oh she was parting instead of like studying. I wanna say there's a nice little reference that they have a really poor phone reception. And because we're not explicitly told where this event is from yeah. their point of view at this stage, but it's because they're in the abominations area where Jen was walking around for about ten minutes trying to get internet connection. Yeah. And you like know? that that's a good connector. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so Pug has to go in because obviously Nikki couldn't go in, uh, because she's a woman and uh, she would. Female. Sorry. <laughs> she's a woman and I refuse to refer to someone as female. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so, uh, Pug goes in with an earpiece in, uh, and gets like, uh, gets everything he needs to say told to him through the earpiece. And he only uh, just reads like, huh, females, and like, yeah. Like, yeah. that's all he had to do to, like, be accepted into the group. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, they make it out like, oh, it's gonna be difficult to blend in. It's like, no, it's not. You just need to kind of be a dick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Pug has a hard time doing it, too. Because he seems like he's a genuine guy, and, yeah. I mean, in the comics, he's kind of like a love interest with Jen, will they, won't they, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, so I think that, you know, I think the show will probably eventually, I think there'll be a season two, to be honest. And I think we'll get to the point where, you know, we get the will they, won't they. To be fair, I've only seen, really remember seeing him like two or three times so far in this show. Like, and he never made a huge impression. But yeah, you know. I mean, like maybe he'll become a bigger character yeah. in the future, but he, he, he wasn't a huge character, but well, I do like right him. Right now, he's a good pal. Yeah, I like him. He's 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 fun. He's got yeah. a fun energy to him. And he'll put his, you know, he'll investigate a barn full of misogynists on behalf of his friend. Like he's yeah. a good egg. You he know? hooks his friends up with connections to uh, like superhero Trainers. tailors. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, he's um, a good guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he goes. Uh, he goes in and like gets in with these fucking weirdos, and he meets. Uh, our good old weirdo from one of the dates, uh, who's there as well, surprising literally no one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was his name, Curse, is it? Todd. Todd. Oh. I, I know it was something to that effect. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, Todd is there because of fucking course Todd is there. <laughs> He's, um, like, if he wasn't here, that would be a bigger twist. But that's kind of the point. Yeah. Um, of the whole Todd is here thing. Like, even the character's like, Todd! Oh, no, wait, that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so yeah, Todd was behind it all. Again, it was, it's a nice little reference, um, that he, he got the blood from Jen because we also get this, that date he has with Jen where he shows off that he got a spear from Wakanda, which means that he got vibranium to be able to make a needle. He's obviously now, I think it's very clear that he was part of the group that tried to take her blood in the first place. Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, like, like we already know that the the first group, the Wrecking Crew. Yeah. Um, they all we already kind of knew they were connected to intelligence. Yeah, but even now, people have looked at it and it's Todd is actually just one of them. He's just never. Oh, is he? Yeah. No, he sounds exactly the same. Has the same mouth. Okay. Yeah. So people say, yeah, okay, that's clearly Todd. So Todd has been part of this the whole time. It's it's always been Todd. Yeah. It fucking usual suspects hard. moment there. Do, 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 do. Um, but yeah. Um, so it's also revealed that Todd is the Hulk King. He's not the leader. I'm sorry, guys. I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry to all my fans who thought I was right. Yes, exactly. Well, head over to Jen now. Jen is, you know, at home. She's sad. She mm-hmm. texts her um, cousin, uh, Smug Hulk. He won't answer. Phone's mm-hmm. very shitty to her as well, saying, "Oh, you still have no matches, and yeah, no." Well, that that didn't happen in that. The, <laughs> we just know her phone is shitty yeah. in general. Yeah, to just her. in general, like just in general, like you know, it tells her that you know, there's no one looking out for, like no one fancies her. Her cousin mm-hmm. won't message her back. Uh, even like uh, abomination won't text back now, and she was like, "Well, it was an open invitation any time." So mm-hmm. she goes off. There's also there's also a moment like we're just skipping over here because she she actually talks she breaks the fourth wall a lot more in this episode leading up to this point. Yeah. Um. And there's like a moment where she's lying on the bed and she looks directly into the camera and is like, "Is this what you guys want?" Yeah. Because she's like at the lowest point in her life and she's just asking, "Is this what audiences want to see?" But I'm not even sure it's just audience she's asking either. Like mm-hmm. I think it's a big question. It's the audience. It's um people who run marvel i think it's herself in a way as well mm-hmm. like you know is this what you actually want us like she's downtrodden and we know what usually happens in these shows that we find out the big enemy and now the hero has to fight it the enemy probably has some weird connection that they have some super soldier serum or daddy mm-hmm. issues it's the same old stuff and she asks us oh is this what we want and frankly, yeah. looks like the show was going to give it to us. Yeah. So fast forward, she goes to the Abominations compound. He's not around. She's not able to get a hold of him for a bit. Yeah. Um, she reads some haikus. Uh, <laughs> the terrible, <laughs> terrible her. haikus. Yeah. Um, and they they have edited his head onto the book. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very badly. Book. Yeah. It's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> She's talking to the guy who was in the Wrecking Crew before. Really who nice I'm, dude. I'm the really nice dude. I'm genuinely surprised that he uh, didn't end up being a bad guy. Like he's just chill. Yeah, yeah. The he whole just, time he just kind of fucked up a bit, and you know. Yeah, and I, I like that. I like that they were like, you know what? He fucked up, but he's owning up to it, and now he's yeah. a good guy. And he's. A I like thing. that. Yeah, I do too. And I, one thing I say is interesting as well. It now makes sense because we find out later on Dimitri does talks for uh, the in, intelligentsia um, mm-hmm. because he, he just talks for that group. And clearly this lad was part of this group as well and then got connected yeah. to him and that's why he started joining therapy. There's actually a organic connection there. You know? Yeah. That's, that's nice and, too. 
It's it's one of those things. I think this episode does really well, and it might honestly do a bit better than a lot of other shows, uh, Marvel shows at least, at setting up the final twists. Yeah. Um, because uh, the whole thing of oh they're on the abominations compound. That's where the intelligentsia is meeting. Um, and it's set up by uh, team infiltrator not having any phone service. That's our first setup, and our second setup is that. Well, we know that the Wrecker got connected to Abomination somehow. You know? Yeah. Like, I think I think there's, like, a lot of decent setups to this. Yeah. Uh, um, but, yeah, so, you know, she eventually uh, figures out what's going on, goes into the big talk uh, that yeah, the Abomination and... has, and it's, it's just a bunch of incels who are, like, who got a host in to tell them to regain their power and all that. And to her, he makes a very clear to Janice that, hey, look, I'm sorry. And he, you, you know, he says, yeah. look, I'm doing this for money. This is no ethical thing. You know, he, <laughs> he, he does I, not condone this. He just wants to make money. Fair fucks to him for admitting it. It's yeah. just for the money. Yeah. Um, he's, he's took off his inhibitor. He's full abomination, um, at the moment. This is the first time I think we've properly gotten a good look at him. I don't think it looks that bad. The face is a bit weird. It I feel like great. it would be a bit more monstery. Yeah. I, I think it was. I think it's fine in the gone over details a few more times. But look, it's a TV yeah. show, and was in the movies he looks yeah. much better. That's you know the solid. Plus, is. the VFX team moved on to another project. Uh, Wakanda. <laughs> um. So yeah. Um. So, uh, Jen breaks into the intelligentsia meeting and like has a bit of a, a spat with Emil, and then Todd uh, fucking starts mounting off, and he's like, you know what? You don't deserve your superpowers. I earned them by getting a bunch of other people to do a bunch of work for me, and I paid the money for it. Yeah. I earned these powers. And then he takes the super soldier serum out, and she's like, are we really doing this? Is this, yeah. is this where this is going? The transformation is very then interesting he... as well, because the way mm. he transforms is very much like in like the original Hulk movie. Before like the, the Incredible Hulk, like the original Hulk movie, like... It's the same sort of body physique and the weird t-shirt. Like it looks very much like one of the scenes from that movie. Yeah, I, I it was very like a jank, like popping kind yeah. of transformation. He was. I will also very much like a pug in a way. Um. <laughs> I will. I will also say like what I was predicting. I didn't predict him to actually transform. I thought he was just gonna die on the spot. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. Um. Because the whole reason that. Uh, Jen got the powers and that Bruce got the powers. It's just that their DNA had the ability to absorb the gamma. Yeah, yeah. I, I realize the scientists synthesized it, but his scientists work for, like, with weird Reddit. Yeah. Um, like, I really wasn't expecting it to work, but he, he hulked out. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it looked very painful, to be fair. It didn't look like a nice transformation for him. Yeah. And then, before we have time to absorb that information, Titania bursts through the wall! And she seems to be on Jen's side. It's really weird that she's just on Jen's side now, given that the last yeah. time they saw each other, she broke her teeth. Yeah, Um Bruce shows up as well. Yeah, he jumps down through the ceiling. He, Bruce is here, too. No, and no, Bruce comes through the door. Does he come through the door? Yeah, he does. I could have sworn he came through the no, ceiling. The door. Anyway. And he has a fight with the Abomination, which is, like, not really... At the same level as the yeah. last time they fought. Oh, like, holy shit, the, what happened to the size difference here, my guys? Yeah, and like, <laughs> it doesn't even, like, punching wise, it looks, it looks more like Abomination, like, oh, come on, dude, it's, oh, don't. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. 
You know? Yeah, this is like uh, to those people who don't like that Hulk has been nerfed. Oof, you will not like that fight. No, he's very. Um, he's like a toddler who's trying to punch his big brother. Like, yeah, that, it's it's. I mean, if you like that Abomination's been buffed, then you'll like it. But yeah, um, um, and then Jen's friends come through the room as well, and it's it's all just like it's so messy. Every plot line is converging all at once for some weird fucking reason, and Jen's like, "What is happening right now? <laughs> like, yeah. what is going on?" And then, um, and then it goes to the Disney Plus home screen. Yes, uh, because Jen kind of just loses it, and she says, "No, yeah. this this is wrong." And yes, uh, the screen comes up. Mm-hmm. And she punches herself through it. And I think yeah. this is where it's gone complete fourth wall. I it's don't think com- any more fourth wall than this, really. You know? No. Unless this she's is... literally walked into your room where you were and started berating you. You know, that's the only yeah. way it could be more fourth wall. Uh, that would be a different level of Uncanny Valley. Yeah. Speaking of, though, I do think Jen CGI was better in this episode than usual. Um, Fair enough. But, uh, but moving forward, um, she scrolls through the Marvel... Uh, page of Disney and goes into um, the assembled show, which is the yeah. behind the scenes thing, now, so she can take a walk around Marvel Studios. Yeah, here's the question, right? Mm-hmm. So the universe she went into, right, yeah. is definitely like a mock version of our universe. Yes, that's but what I'm assuming. But also, it's not really our universe. Obviously, it's it's a fictional version of our universe, right? Yes. So, like, yeah, I, I just. It just, I just wanted to think about that. Like that, that's just, just an interesting topic in general. Uh, because, you know, she goes into the writer's room. Again, there's a QR stamp outside the writer's room that leads you to a comic where she goes into the writer's room. Uh, <laughs> and she berates the writer yeah. directly. Yeah. And um, they say, Oh, but it's, it's funny if we acknowledge it as being cliche. And she's like, No, it isn't. Yeah. <laughs> It's like no, we're like you're just doing the super ho- superhero so- soldier fucking shit again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like who so wants it's this? It's ironic. It's like no, it's not. Like and she's like, who who wants it? Who actually yeah. wants this? And they're like, well, it's Kevin's story. <laughs> okay, I want to talk to Kevin. I will die for Kevin before you yeah. hurt him. It's no, like, her, oh. his, his exact word was, "I would kill you before I let oh, you get that's to right. Kevin." Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Which that's... is somehow funnier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so she goes uh, to Kevin's office, which is actually yeah, which... Feige's office in real mm-hmm. life. Um, they make her sign an NDA before calling security. Yeah, <laughs> which that is probably the most self-aware joke I never expected Marvel to make. Yeah. Um, like we know that there's they they have such a fucking strictness about spoilers, like. When whenever a celebrity or whenever one of the actors um, jokes about, oh yeah, I'm now working for Marvel, which means I fear for my family's safety if I <laughs> accidentally let out a spoiler. Like part of it's like, oh haha, funny, and the other part is like, how serious is this though? Yeah. Like, is it like Feige has basically made a meme out of himself to be that tyrannical about it? You know, yeah, like he has and shot videos of himself just looking into the camera like silently, like that's what he does now. Yeah, but it, it like also. Um, there's this whole, because there's this whole thing going through it, um, where they're like, oh, you can't just talk to Faggy. Whereas, um, in like interviews and stuff, uh, the Miss Marvel's actress has said that she could just text him whatatever and yeah. ask him about shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I like great. that. I, you know, I really just, 
like before we go on to the next one, I just love the self-awareness. Like, say what you want. I think Marvel very much knows what their fans are feeling and what they're joking about, what they take yeah. serious. Like, and th- this whole segment is about that. It really is, and she goes. She goes. She has a fight scene that reminds me really of um, Black Widow um, when she, yeah, like I think it was the Iron Man movies where she like had to beat her way through white corridors. Yeah, um, um, but it's a lot like it's a lot more effortless because it's She Hulk going yeah. through it. Yeah, and you um, see, She Hulk's not like going rampaging here. She's just like no. tapping people to someone's like, Yep, that'll do. Yeah, she's lightly yeah. flicking them across the room, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it uh, was, yeah, um, and she she gets to Feige. Yeah, um, no, she gets to Kevin. Yes. Um, is, so she walks yeah. into the office, which is a large spherical room covered in screens. Okay, look, they got this scene from the Matrix. Let's just start from there, okay? It's, yeah, so it's, it's have you seen this. the Matrix? Then you know what this is. Yeah, this um, is, and both are artificial intelligence as well, just saying. Yeah. You know? Um, so she walks in and all the screens are playing various Marvel movies on a loop yeah. constantly. And, and just want to make a point, um, hmm. they're comic racks, right? Yeah. On one of the comics is a Deadpool comic, which is it technically is. the first official Deadpool moment in an MCU official product. Now, Deadpool has showed up with um the the guy from Thor, the Stone Dude. Pork, yeah. Yeah, but that wasn't official. That was like a fun side thing. This that wasn't part of like a movie or a series. Mm-hmm. So this was actually the first time Deadpool has appeared in the franchise. Yeah. Technically, yeah. I, I hope, like, I hope they reference it in Deadpool 3 and it's like, don't you remember my first appearance? And it just flashes to this scene. Yeah, just like a blurry like... circle over where Deadpool's. Yeah. yeah. There I am, see? Yeah. Um, and, uh, but yeah, so she walks into this room and she goes, what the hell? And from the ceiling, a robot comes down named uh, Kevin. Yeah. And it's, it's a robot that you could, if you've ever played Portal, um, you might think, okay, that's, a, there's a lot. And to be fair, one thing I love about this design is that there's a, like a lens, like cover cap over yeah. his, um, <laughs> the eye, which very much like, looks like the cap that, that Kevin Feige Kevin wears Feige works. everywhere. Like. I'm like, I wasn't sure how they were going to handle it. As soon as they said Kevin, I'm like, oh God, they're doing a Kevin Feige joke. Yeah. Yeah. How is this going to go? Because as far as I'm aware, Kevin Feige can't act. No. So I had no idea how they were going to do it. And then the robot showed up and I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Um, And it's really a talk about what's wrong. Well, what people are bored off of the MCU. And what kind of balls does it take for a studio just to admit that? Yeah, we have a few issues. And they mentioned yeah. uh, daddy issues. That, uh, sometimes it works really well, and sometimes it doesn't. You yeah, know? It's like, we make the world's best movies. Some are better than others. Yeah, exactly. We let the internet decide. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, we have all sorts of, like, talks about, you know, do we have to, like, this is what I kind of mentioned before, the superhero serum again, like, super soldier serum again. And daddy mm. issues, like it keeps coming up and revealing the big hero at the end that the good guy has to beat. And you know, does She Hulk have to be that? Yeah, and and I, I will also like say that the the superhero uh, super soldier serum thing can also just kind of be blanketed on. Oh, it's 
they have to fight the person who has the same powers as them. Yeah, uh, like, yeah. It, it doesn't have to be exactly a serum. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's the, yeah. Uh, and I think that's kind of what they were hinting towards as well, to be fair. Yeah. Um, and, and we kind of go through a few questions. She um, asked about the X-Men. And I oh love... no, we have, to, we have to mention this fucking is like. But before we talk, you need to transform back to Jen. Why? <laughs> You're too expensive. Yeah, they, <laughs> the they, VFX they... team is working on another project right now. And they had the Wakanda drums playing at that moment. Yeah. It's just like ah, oh, wonderful. Yes, I I love it. I love it. It's just such a dumb joke. Yeah. But yeah, we get some um, interesting questions. Obviously, like the one I just mentioned, uh, we get a question about when the X-Men are going to show up. Yeah. And he goes, I, I can't, can't tell, tell you that. But I love how she looks towards camera and just does like this most nerdiest like kid, like thumbs up on, I got you, bro. <laughs> you know? I, just, yeah. I it, Honestly, does it sound terrible that the moment that happened, I felt Jen became one of my favorite top three characters in the MCU. I don't know. Like, I've enjoyed her in general. I genuinely have. I, yeah. I, I genuinely have. Um, I, she has been fun. There's, she's interesting. Um, I mean, again, it's one of those things that I always prefer Jen over She-Hulk transformation Jen. But in general, it's just been a great laugh and a nice yeah. study into a character that isn't wrapped up in oh anything's terrible oh i must do this because something terrible has happened to me or actually miss marvel is one of the few that has done a very good job with that as well and uh, yeah yeah miss marvel yeah i i i like I'll, I'll say i've i've i probably wouldn't say top three i'm not sure who my top three are yeah. but I'm not sure I'd call her top three, but I will say she's endeared herself to me more the more she's broken the fourth wall. Yeah. Um, and just like talked as a person. I feel like this script got a little tighter as the show went on, and this is the tightest the script has there been. There was talks about reshoots, and I feel like what's happened here is I actually think the whole Faggy thing, or like Kevin thing, may actually have been a reshoot. I think they may yeah. have literally just cut said shit we're not going to end it like it always does everyone has already predicted this let's really turn it on its head yeah you know? so so like she she talks to him she asks where you know where's the x-man where's such and such blah 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 blah. yeah but then uh she's like okay we have to change the ending because you know you can't we can't just do the the same ending that every one of these marvel shows has done yeah um so she literally goes in and piece by piece edits the ending she was gonna get so she, first of all it's like get rid of super soldier serum it's dumb we don't need it yeah and he edits it right then and there which shows that he has a weird godlike control over the mcu or the mcu is a simulation or the mcu is a simulation or um none of this is real and this is just an inner monologue in jen's yeah, head or the universe has more than black and white answers in the mcu and we should just enjoy yeah. it for what it is yeah or maybe let's just yeah let's just have fun you know yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just a fourth wall break in a show that changed the yeah. uh, story. Also, it doesn't have to mean Kevin, things. Maybe this is a way for Kevin Feige to come out front and say he's a robot. Yeah. yeah. It could be. It could yeah. genuinely be. Yeah. When was the last time someone took his blood? Um, that is not me endorsing taking Kevin Feige's blood, by the okay. way. Okay, now we'll have a whole Kevin Feige <laughs> series where there's criminals like you on the Balaclava trying to get his blood. <laughs> <laughs> so they can get the powers of the MCU. The DC universe will be sponsoring you. Be great. <laughs> I, I mean, is there any money in the DC universe sponsoring me? 
Yes, there's lots of money. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's spent poorly, which is why you'll get the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, um, I mean, there actually is a DC character who is just one of the writers in the comics, and his power is the ability to write the story. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, so she edits the ending. The first thing she changes, gets rid of the super soldier serum. Second thing she ends uh, changes is that she says uh, Hulk doesn't need to be here. Makes no sense. Yeah. Um, for him to just pop out of nowhere, out of the sky. Yeah. Uh, then she's like, Emil has to take responsibility for his actions. And I love that. I think that was the mm. best way forward. I know we get a bit of a twist at the end, but the fact that Emil was just like. Yeah, no, look, I fucked up. I'll go back yeah. to prison and do my thing. Uh, we'll talk about that a little later because obviously yeah. things will change. But yeah, I, I enjoyed that. And, and she mentions, hey, I want Deadpool back for another cameo. <laughs> a girl needs it. Oh, no, Daredevil, not Deadpool. <laughs> oh, sorry, Daredevil. That'd be a yeah. fucking... <laughs> yeah. We want Deadpool want... back. Sorry, I'm back? Deadpool Where is he? <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Reynolds bring me Deadpool or bring me Deadpool. <laughs> Um, oh, I can imagine like they have a Deadpool scene now in the movie where he kills Kevin the robot. I am I'm now expecting that this office will reappear in the Deadpool movie. It'll be the opening scene of them, like <laughs> they'll be talking about his contract. Yeah. Um, I did not write end credits. I would. I want them to open with it. Open with that scene or no balls, Marvel. Or, or like, um, she who comes onto um onto the set while like he's talking to the robot. And trying to, like, destroy Kevin, and, like, she just grabs him and throws him into the MCU, and that's how he ends up in the MCU. Yeah. And, like, he just literally gets pulled in, and goes, like, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, whatever. Look, I'm looking forward to it. But, yeah. Um, yeah. And, um, so then, after changing all the endings, she has to say goodbye, and he says, see I'll movie. see you on the big screen. Yeah. And she's like, really? And he's like, no. Which I don't, I think she'll show up on the big screen. I have yeah. no, no secret Well, wars. here's the thing. Here's the thing. We already know he's lying because Hulk showed up in the ending. Yeah. And we also know he's lying because he brought back um, Daredevil as well. Like, he literally popped mm-hmm. him into existence. It's like a Sims character has been dropped in. Yeah. You know, the way you I was actually... I was thinking more like the Mies on the Wii menu where you just grab them by yeah, the head and yeah. drop them. That's that's exactly what I'm thinking. Like they, he was literally just up there and went, oh, I'm here. Yeah. Um, so, I, yeah, I think... I think Kevin is a benevolent force in the MCU. A mostly benevolent force, yes. yes. Um, but yeah, so like she appears back in the real world eventually by saying goodbye, and mm. yeah, um, Abomination does go ahead and say, like, look, I'll go back to prison. You know, I have to make yeah. amends of what I have to do. Uh, Daredevil pops up, and Titania actually said, oh my god, it's Daredevil! And you can see Daredevil being like, Thank God someone actually knows who I am. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they fought each other in the past. Yeah, uh, maybe. I, I think it's just Titania and you, like, paying attention to influencers, and I feel like Daredevil is I, an influential person. I would not have called him an influencer, but he is sure. influential. Uh, he is. Being, okay, being influential okay. and being an influencer okay. do mean okay. different things. No, but here's the deal. Everywhere. Here's the deal, right? Superheroes are influencers. Is that is that your hot take? For no, it's not a hot yeah? take. It's just a straight on take. We these are people who are in the limelight who influence things. Like we literally saw it in Winter Soldier and Bucky and Winter Soldier movie TV show thingy, uh, where yeah. uh, 
new cap goes around and talks to the cameras around. He, that's what he is. He is an influencer. He's not an influencer like, oh, buy shampoo from this company, but he is an influencer. That's what superheroes are in this universe. We don't have an equivalent to the real world in that. You know? I get, I get, yeah, I guess lacking a proper equivalency yeah. does mean that I have to concede this point here, but I'll, I'll come up with something that'll make you mad in a later podcast. You're going to go to Kevin Feige and ask him to actually bring influencers into the MCU, aren't you? We already have one in Titania, but sure. Yeah. Well, she has, <laughs> and, and guess what? What does she have? Superpowers. <laughs> there we go. However, <laughs> she's not a superhero. She's yeah. a supervillain. But we know it, in some, well, she could be both. She's not even full out villain yet in this either. I consider people who peddle weird makeup products villains. In the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but yeah, um, not, not trying to skip anything, I don't think. Yeah. We end up with Jen and, um, Daredevil at their, at her the, family and they're having, yeah, they're having dinner and that, you know, the outside and you know Daredevil's being roasted, but he's being the most charming Charlie Cox oh, can be. Wonderful, but he's also being roasted by the parents saying, "How much money do you make?" And she's like, "He's only yeah. here for a week for a visit." But they seem to be like at least like temporarily dating. Yes, you know? I I wouldn't be surprised if, and like, I know this might make some fans angry. I wouldn't be surprised if she appears in the Daredevil series, I, I or at would... least is mentioned. I hope. Look, I'm okay if they're not going to have the relationship continuing into mm-hmm. Daredevil, but I like the idea that they can be on and off again, like couple. Like they realize they live at the other end of the country, um, but maybe that's enough for Jen when she yeah. comes back. And I don't have one. I kind of have a boyfriend. I meet this guy once in a while that I like, but you know, at the moment our lives don't mesh, so we have no promise on each other. You know, and I'm okay yeah. with that. I think I'm really Plus, healthy. I think. I think that adds to possible comedic scenarios. For example, if she, uh, in the next season, she gets a permanent boyfriend and Daredevil pops in yeah, uh, for a visit. And it's like, well, you know, I came in to visit you, but uh, perhaps I should have called. <laughs> oh, I can imagine her saying, hey, just one second, I just have to call someone. <laughs> she just runs yeah. up like, hey, uh, is it okay if we, like, and he goes, yeah, no, I thought that was what we were doing anyway. It's like, oh, okay, good. All right. Talk to you next time. Bye. And she leaves, you know? Like, I, I'd be yeah. cool with that. I'd be really on top of that. I'd be like, yeah, give me that. Um, they just update each other with their relationship status yeah. just in case they're in town with each other at the same time and yeah. single. Um, yeah, exactly. And I, I think they're just going to be um, romantic friends. You know? With benefits. Yes. Well, yes. Yeah. I, I, I would say that's the romantic part, but sure. Um, <laughs> but here's the thing. So we were talking before... You know, we were asking where, what's up with Hulk, where he is as well with Feige. And yeah. he said, oh, leave it to the movie. Well, they yeah. didn't leave it to the movie, did they, Kevin? No, uh, Kevin couldn't hold himself back from adding in one little Marvel tease right at the end. Yeah. Um, as Hulk comes back in and he introduces everyone to his son, Scar. Like the... The Junior Avengers, is that, is that the name for the young team? Uh, young Avengers. Young Avengers. Like, they just have about everyone now. Like, Scar they is have, there. They have everything for the Young Avengers except a time slot for when that movie comes out. Here's a question, <laughs> right? World War Hulk. Mm-hmm. As it seems now, he's back from the planet. And, you yes. know, and he has a fully grown son. 
do you think we'll see what happened there in a movie? Or do you think World War Hulk would take on another form? This I, is just the, hey, this is just the deal. He has a son. I think it will be... See, I, I don't think... I think it's too late for World War Hulk now. We have progressed this character to a different point. I agree, you know? because I was talking about that to someone, you know, we've already seen him on this a planet very much like World War Hulk, you know, yeah, where we, he had to leave. And, like, are you going to return him to another planet that he was accidentally sent to by a rocket ship? Yeah. You yeah, know? like, we've we've already hit all of the major plot beats of World War Hulk in different points yeah. Um. You know, the only plot we haven't hit is the Hulk going around and killing the Illuminati, which unfortunately Scarlet Witch beat him to it. Yeah, and we're not gonna have to repeat that. And to be honest, I can see at least Bruce Banner, Hulk that we know from the MCU, hurting anyone in the Illuminati that would exist in our world. No, he's he, he's not that kind of guy, you know. Unless there's like this huge power shift where the old rage monster Hulk comes back yeah. and maybe even gets a, a world breaker buff. Yeah. Um, yeah, if it, you're aware it, of the world breaker yeah. stuff from the comics, it would definitely have to be some sort of heartbreaking because even our dopey, angry Hulk is kind of nice. He's, yeah. He gets upset a bit and he's a bit like, oh, not fair. But he's not like a, I will destroy the universe because of my anger. He's not that. He's not that Hulk either, like, you know? To, to be, to be fair, there are, like, if you're, if we're going by the Hulk mythos, I believe every single one of Banner's emotions has a Hulk inside. It does. It's just that the angry one is the one that comes out. But again, out. that's why I would say we need a big emotional moment for something yeah. to develop. Because right now, uh, Smart Hulk, Banner, and Hulk don't have it in them to want to destroy the Illuminati. Uh, if mm. the Illuminati does exist, which I'm starting to think maybe there is actually an Illuminati in the MCU universe that we just haven't heard from yet. I'd say there's a possibility we'd we'd get a new Illuminati. Like maybe oh, we'll see the origin, yeah. the origin of the MCU Illuminati. But it might I be a kind thing. of like the idea that maybe it's already around. And it's just very low key because that's the whole idea of the Illuminati. It's meant to be low key. Maybe. You know? um, I, I, I would say I'd say it to people consider it and maybe see if there's any sort of uh, breadcrumbs out there for it. What if? And this is a this is a dumb idea. Cool. Like, but both it's 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 a it's a dumb idea. But it is. It, it, I'd almost say conspiracy theory because there's no evidence for it. But I want I I think it'd be a cool idea if they did it. What if? Loki is a series about time travel. Okay? Yeah. Loki has forward knowledge and is one of, I would say, probably, I think Loki would be considered one of the great minds of the MCU. In, in a specific field. In, in a specific field, but the, like, you could say the same about fucking the, uh, the Illuminati from the other universe, you know? Yeah. Like, they, they have a version of, uh, Cap- Captain America on there, and I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to diss Peggy Carter, but she's not like the smartest person in the world, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go on. Um. So what I think it, what I think it could be is, is you could set up the Illuminati by having Loki set it up in the past. Um. Could and the be. reason I'm saying this, yeah, is because there is a history in the comics of Loki setting up teams of good guys. Because Kid Loki is the founder of the Young Avengers in the comics. Yeah, it's true. So, 
And like I I think it would kind of be a missed opportunity to not have a kid Loki found the Young Avengers in the MCU as well, because not only does that give us a chance to I mean, see more Loki, but it also gives us a chance to see kid Loki. I kinda like the idea of kid Loki setting up and then completely forgetting about him and just moving on. And this yeah. group just continuing itself. And that this group did have people like Reed Richards and Tony Stark of the MC universe being part of it, but just being kept so quiet. What what if what if and this is this is even more I'm going more into conspiracies. Welcome to the sure it'll be grand conspiracy hour. Um what if MCU Illuminati exists and they're the ones who are funding this universe's Reed Richards research that eventually leads to what makes the Fantastic Four? Could be. I mean I, I think that that's bordering on fan fiction. But That is bordering yeah, on fan fiction, yeah. but I'm calling it a conspiracy theory so that people will agree with me. Ah, yes, very good. <laughs> All right, grand. Um, but yes, so that that's a big reveal to me. I, I was surprised that they revealed um his son. Yeah. Now I personally, you know, think... it's 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 funny that you say it, you were surprised they they showed his son because at the beginning of this we were saying we're going to see his son by the end of it. But now <laughs> we're like, I couldn't, I couldn't. Uh, I Did was we so say surprised that we were going to see him in this though. Well, we both said that they are setting up his son. Yeah, but that doesn't mean we. I expected them to show up in the show. I, I, I know I did. It, it, yeah, well, no, I meant like that this is like a setup for a movie, you know? I just didn't realize that they have the ending of that setup appear in this show as well. That, that's yeah. my point. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of like, I still think we might have a movie of how he found a son. I think if anything we might get at least like a half an hour in some Hulk movie that will come up, I'd say, in the next few years because mm. um, the rights have been changed again, so it's going to be part of the MCU that they can make an independent Hulk movie. And I think yeah. they're waiting for that. But I wouldn't be surprised if we get like a half... We might even get a split of a movie. where The first half is what happened there and then another half is what's happening now. Because, I mean, look, his son is probably going to be troubled and upset. I, I noticed from I mean, the, like, the we, kid we has, got... like, the kid has, like, white marks on his face that are very similar to Hulk when he fought in the arena as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I'm, I'm just going to say it. We got one look at the kid, and despite having no character established, just one look at his face, and I, I think, oh, he's broody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there, there's definitely some teenage angst. But, again, I, I think, I hope we don't suddenly see him turn into a villain. I know that's kind of how the comics are, but he seems more like a teenager in this than anything. And I hope hmm. he shows up in Young, um, Young Avengers-like, you know? Yeah, I mean, I'm actually... here. Here's one, and once again, I'm going to delve into what I think might happen. And actually, I think this is more likely than other things. Yeah. I said we're not... We, like, we haven't got a timestamp for a Young Avengers movie. What if they're just not calling it Young Avengers, you know? We we know we're having two Avengers movies quite close together. Yeah. What if one of them is a Young Avengers movie? I mean, they're named, though. Yes, they're both named, but neither of them are named Young Avengers. But they might, one of them be about the Young Avengers. As in, the Young Avengers will be in it. So to speak, uh, and they follow well, some of their story because I well, don't like, think they could just say, "Hey, we're going to do the Young Avengers in the Secret Wars." Well, oh. if you think if you think about it, 
the last time we got the two Avengers movies really close by and they were announced together, the first one involved the Avengers losing the battle. Yeah. Um, what if the young Avengers are formed to try and beat the bad guy that the Avengers failed to beat? You know? Yeah. Could be. Um, it could be. I'm, I'm not saying it is. I'm, I'm saying it could be and I well, want folks, it to you be. Heard because I want it Kevin thinks it's going to happen. Um, yes, I think it's going to happen. I want everyone to put all their eggs in my basket. Um, and don't take that out of context, please. Uh, please. Okay, uh, do not inseminate uh, Kevin with eggs, folks. Um, um, so anyway. Anyway, we're going to move right on from that. Let's talk about the show again. <laughs> that's not what you left to say the show. Um, uh, yeah, the show kind of... Jen like, kind of goes uh, back to court. Uh, I guess she's been rehired. Uh, yeah, she's suing Todd. She might be rehired. She might be working on her own private yeah, practice because that's yeah. a lesson she'd learned from Daredevil in the show. And she gets a big question asked by a reporter out the side of the uh, building asking her, so are you going to stop people being a superhero or a lawyer? And she goes, both. Which is great because like, in the beginning she was like, no, I'm not going to be a superhero. Yeah. You know, and now she is. She's going to be a superhero and a lawyer. Yeah, she kind of learned what Bruce was trying to tell her from the start, and I kind of dig it. But I yeah. think she's, I think she's braver than Bruce because she is out in the open still. Bruce is look. Let's be fair. Bruce basically lives on like an island away from people at this stage, even though yeah. he's like very popular amongst the people. Yeah, um, and it's probably like he's popular amongst the people, but. He probably knows that because of his reputation, yeah, he, people wouldn't like to live next to the Hulk. Yeah. So I, he lives a quiet life, whereas Jen, I think, lives quite a loud life. You know. Yeah, very loud, very involved yeah. life. But so I mean, the talk is now. Did you enjoy the show? I did. Yeah, I think the ending really won me over. Um, it, if I were to describe the show, I'd say it started out decently strong. It took a bit of a dip in the middle, and then it ended quite strong. Yeah. Is uh, how I would describe it. I think I'm going to less measure it on how good it did episode episode. I think I'm going to look more at what it tried to do. Mm-hmm. And what it tried to do was talk about women in the modern world, um, obviously with superior twist because it's the MCU. Uh, and it, it kind of tried to show what the real villains in our reality is, how kind of pathetic they are, and actually not as powerful as they think they are. And I think also, though I thought the meta narrative was a little bit hokey at times, like you said, by the end of this, this felt like an authentic character. To there was enough identity here to really pull her away from anything else in MCU. You know, until Deadpool arrives, but we'll see how that goes when it happens. Yeah. So um, yeah, um, I I enjoyed the show. I understand why it's not for everyone. Uh, it's it is kind of a slice of life girl in the big city. Trying to make her way and push against, you know, toxic masculinity and that kind of stuff. And that, look, that's, if that's not your thing, I'm not saying that you're 
sexist or anything. It's just not everyone's TV. Yeah. But I'm glad the that MCU kind of has the balls to tell these stories. I, I, I was listening to um, a video that was going over this episode. It says, it, you know what? It has been the most inventive thing since um, Wolf by Midnight. <laughs> where by night yeah yeah and it's just like yeah um, that's probably fair but like in general this was a interesting step out of the status quo yeah i'm i'm really hoping that both this and werewolf by night gives me a lot of hope for future mcu projects because i will admit phase phase four has been very by the book samey in a lot of regards it makes sense so look we have gone through COVID. Mm-hmm. that's what most of this era's gone through. They yes. basically had to pick up the scraps and deal with it. Sometimes it worked, like with the television shows, and sometimes you got Hulk, Love and Thunder. You know? Uh, Thor, Love and Thunder. Yeah, uh, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would rather watch Hulk, Love Actually, hold on. Hulk, Love and Thunder is basically She-Hulk, yeah? Kinda, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, folks. I have been... I recorded two episodes back-to-back today, so I'm a bit loopy. Um, yes. <laughs> But yeah, um, yeah. I I think just to leave it, I like She Hulk. I you know like, that, that's kind of my closing yeah. argument. My main argument is that I like what the MCU is trying to do. I like that's trying to experiment, and I hope this wasn't just a dip, and they're just going to go back to formula with the next movie. I I want them to because that's the whole point of MCU in the first place. It got such a big audience because it messed with the comics in the first place. It did the unexpected. It said that I am Iron Man in a press conference. Suddenly, yeah. this wasn't superheroes weren't anymore about secret identity. I mean, seriously, secret identity in general hasn't been on my mind with media. Whereas before, it was like the closest thing that can be to superhero stories that they have a secret identity. Yeah, like, the MCU defined itself by lacking secret identities in it, and it's only now that secret identities are starting to matter, and it's because of the plot points that they set up within their narratives. And again, this is something, and we mentioned this in a previous recording, I kind of want to bring it up again here. Mm. Um, No Way Home and this episode of She-Hulk have a lot in common. Uh, they do, yes. You suddenly the media is all over them. They have no private life. Not to say that She-Hulk had a private life throughout her She-Hulkness, but like this is definitely it. She had to move back home. There's people out on her lawn. Her father is sacking them with a hose. You know, it's she. She'll never have a normal private life again. And thankfully, she didn't know about Doctor Strange. I guess. Um. <laughs> yes, and Doctor Strange probably wouldn't even fucking remember what he did the last time. <laughs> It depends. He might have. He might. Um, He'll remember doing it, but he doesn't remember what for. Yes. Uh, he knows about Spider-Man and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows? Anyway, uh, folks, I hope you enjoyed it. Kevin and I yes. have a few plans ahead for Halloween. Um, we do. Very spooky plans. Yes, <laughs> anyway, uh, we will do some more television stuff. We might do some movies as well. Um, Kevin mentioned the other day that he loved to uh, review Old Boy. And I'd be very much on top of that. I was actually talking to David the other mm-hmm. day, and he's kind of interested in doing more international movies. He's been watching a lot of Indian, um, Holly, uh, Bollywood stuff. So, like, you know, maybe even bring stuff like that into it. Because there's so much movies and media out there, and we all tend to only kind of suck from the teat of American and British 
film, let's let's expand our taste a bit. But yeah, look, there, but, there's the, there's a great line from the guy. I can't remember his name, unfortunately, but the guy who directed Parasite. Um, he said there is a world of amazing movies out there for people who are able to get over the one inch barrier of a subtitle. Yeah, and I think we should shoot for that um, when we can. So, like, expect some more. Like, give us some movies that are from other countries, from other uh, movie industries, and tell us, hey, you should watch this and review it because I'd like to do that. Um, but we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Folks, and I hope you enjoyed our run through the She-Hulk season one. There might be a season two. We might. Who knows? It. We'll see how things go. Um, but. Look, like I always say, look after each other and look after yourself. And bye-bye. Bye-bye. What's in the box? Presented by Sure It'll Be Grand.